Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Aaron here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hope you had a good uh, start to your week this week on this uh, fine Monday. Kind of a brutal day in the markets, but nothing like we saw on Friday. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, actually, pretty decent internals today compared to what we uh, what we could have seen today when the market was down handsomely about midday. Nice comeback in the Dow. Uh, also today, J- Jamie Dimon, did he just uh, did he just show his hand? Jamie Dimon's now gone bearish from the market, says the next 20% down is going to be very tough. Kind of reminds me of when Jamie Dimon said uh, he hated Bitcoin at $5,000, called it a scam, while on its way to $60,000. And while at the same time, <laughs> JP Morgan was creating their own cryptocurrency assets uh, while he called it a scam, uh, Jamie Dimon is um, not always to be trusted. JP Morgan, imagine that. Uh, as they manipulate the gold and silver markets and have for decades. Uh, don't, don't trust this guy, period, is what I'm telling you, folks. Just you say not to read between the lines here. Uh, also today, I'm going to tell you what happened today in, in, uh, with the semiconductors because uh, we shared a chart with our folks this morning about the semis. As you know, we, we follow the semis here, and they lead in both directions. Semis now, as of today, about midday today, hit their very bottom of their descending channel that they've been in, which has served as a great buying opportunity. I think we're setting up this week for a big turnaround, a big turnaround, maybe even tomorrow. Turnaround Tuesday. Turnaround Tuesday used to be a thing. Let's see if we get one tomorrow. First of all, the markets today, again, Dow Jones today finishing well off the lows. I think we were down over one, one point over 400 points. Uh, Dow Jones finished down 93 points. Actually, went positive with about 45 minutes left in the session today. But again, still finished down 93 points, down a third of a percent. SVO 100 down seven tenths of one percent. Rust 2000, which has been our leader, down six, actually letting in today. Well, right there with the Dow Jones. Rust 2000 down 10 points today. And NASDAQ, Today uh, again, uh, just cannot get off its uh, off its butt here. Nasdaq today down one percent, but again the story here continues to be semiconductors. Friday was hideous, down six percent. Today down three and a half percent. That's a that's a rough two days in semiconductors, and not just candidly, folks. It's it's very hard to be bullish on this market when the semis are leading the way lower. But again, pull up a chart, look at that lower trend channel that tells me they're about to make a turn. Again, I'm calling turnaround Tuesday for tomorrow. And I'll, go, I'll tell you some of the reasons uh, why I expect that to happen. By the way, uh, we had new lows today in the NASDAQ, new bear market lows in the NASDAQ, new bear market lows today in the, SPF, in the uh, Dow Jones. However, and in, uh, but we did not see new lows in the uh, Rust 2000. And we did not see new lows so far, at least in the SP 500. As you 100 is about four points above its bear market lows to date. Uh, so, so far, again, SVO 100 and Rust 2000 are holding up uh, above their bear market lows. Uh, last week actually was turned out to be a good week. We actually finished up one and a half percent across the board essentially last week. Today was, again, not, not a great start to the week. Uh, but again, we did have a bit of a comeback today. So we'll look for that turnaround Tuesday, tomorrow. If you may have noticed, if you read Goldman, if you, if you read the Barron's at all, Barron's over the weekend had on their cover <clears throat> a, a, a picture of the greenback of the U.S. dollar. What makes that interesting is that over the decades, and I've read, like many of you, I'm sure, I've read Barron's uh, rather religiously over the decades, uh, and uh, it's been the kiss of death. If you're on the cover of Barron's, uh, it's the kiss of death, whether it's an individual stock or an asset class, in this case, the U.S. dollar, and the powerful greenback, as they call it, how to trade a great bull market ahead. 
Uh, that's typically been the kiss of death, meaning that I would expect the dollar to go the other. If this trend holds up, I would expect the dollar to go in the other direction. And remember, seven trading sessions ago, the U.S. dollar put in a, 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 a what looks to be a, have been a significant was a technical pattern called a bearish engulfing candle, uh, which typically marks reversal patterns lower. And so far, that has held up. I can tell you, folks, if the dollar, and by the way, the 10-year today was flat at a 3.88% yield. If the dollar has peaked and if the, if, if, if the yields have peaked, the market's going to go higher. And this would be a good week for that to happen. Big week today, folks. Big, big week, week this week, period. We've got a lot of earnings kicking off. Q3 earnings kick off this week. The banks, <clears throat> J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo, Morgan Stanley, and City, all report on Friday. We also get this week PepsiCo, Delta Airlines, and Domino's Pizza also report this week. Of course, it really begins uh, to, uh, to, uh, to, 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 we begin a, a real groundswell of earnings after this week. But this is a big week for the banks, of course. All eyes on the banks to see how they do. I expect they're going to do pretty well. I expect the banks are going to do pretty well this week. Uh, their recent the recent stock action has been pretty positive, uh, and uh, although they are just about only two points off their fifty two week lows, but still holding above those lows at this time. Um, what else is happening this week? In addition to earnings, uh, we're going to find out uh, the uh, CPI, Consumer Price Index. Of course, is a much watch inflation gauge that the Fed follows, even though it's a lagging indicator. Uh, the Fed pays attention to it. Both the headline and the core CPI, we get that out Thursday before the market opens at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. One more point I'll make, and I want to share some some of the analytics, some of the data that we're looking at that does point to a powerful rally, a powerful move higher in October and in the fourth quarter. Will it be just a bear market rally? Will it be a market bottom? Folks, who knows? No one, no one, can, no one has that answer. But I'm going to tell you this a minute why history tells us that we should expect a near-term low in October, in this month, in the markets, continuing through year-end at minimum. Here's another thing that backs that up. Last week was a rather historic week for the markets when it comes to uh, index puts, put options. Last week, the five-day rolling average of index puts was a trillion dollars per day, every day. It's a new record. It's never happened before. And uh, the Goldman Sachs has shared that over the weekend. And to stay, folks, this is a contrarian. When everyone's buying puts, buying puts may not be the smart money play here. Watching that very very closely, again, it's a great sentiment gauge, really. Uh, if everybody's buying puts, that's typically when there's a, a near-term bottom approaching in the markets. But we've got some data here that we've been pointing out. And I'm going to share some of the, I think, the most relevant ones uh, that tell us a turn is coming. First of all, the VRA investing system. Last week, we had extreme oversold on steroids on uh, both the Dow Jones and SP 100. That tells us that we're very near to a market bottom, a market reversal higher. Also, again, put call ratios hitting extreme reversal levels. Bank of America global fund managers have more cash on hand than at any point since 2001, just after 9-11. Again, as a contrarian, that's a reverse indicator. Investors right now have more than $5 trillion in cash, sitting in cash and money market accounts at mutual funds. Again, that's another all-time record. One of our favorites also, uh, the, I'll give you two more. Uh, going back to 1952, the AAI, excuse me, the, <laughs> going back to 1985, 
uh, when the AI Investor Sentiment Survey started, we've only had five times where the survey, it's a weekly survey, has had more than 60% bears. It's only happened five times in history. Well, we had it happen back-to-back weeks now. And uh, in the, historically, when this has happened, the markets have been higher 100% of the time over the next year with an average gain of 33% in the SP of 100. Again, it's just really, the point is this. When everybody is bearish, the contrarian must be bullish. Um, and again, you've heard us uh, tell you this one before as well. It's, uh, it's, it's highly actionable. Since 1952, the average gain from the midterm low years to one year later has been 32%. And the market has been higher 18 out of 18 times. So while the action may be ugly right now, and while Jamie, Jamie Dimon may be saying the next 20% is gonna, down is going to be ugly, and yes, why the semis are leading lower, we think we're looking for a major reversal here, and maybe we need capitulation. And maybe there needs to be a, a capitulation type event to give us that real turning point. I kind of thought we might have seen it today with the action midday and the reversal, but we just couldn't hold those lows. So we'll see what happens the rest of this week. All right, let's look under the hood today. Uh, again, not as bad as one would have thought. The internals today almost save us a bunch of time here. Two to one negative, advanced decline. Two to one negative. Uh, up down volume that applies both NYSE and NASDAQ right there, round up and down just a little bit. Uh, action really could not a whole lot worse. And matter of fact, in recent days has been. Uh, and also, this was uh, not pretty, but again, it could have been uglier. New 52 week lows, we had just over uh, uh, 1,080 stocks hit a new 52 week low to just 77 hitting a new 52 week high. In our sector watch today, uh, one second here, quick refresh. Uh, in our sector watch today, we had uh, seven sectors finished lower, four finished higher, led to the downside by energy, down 2%, technology down 1.5%, real estate down 1%, to the upside, consumer staples and industrials and materials all up one quarter of 1%. And our commodity watch today, uh, not pretty here today, folks. Gold, after having a really good week last week, gold today was down 2%, down $34 now at $16.74. We are buyers here. I am definitely a buyer here at these levels. Silver down 3% at 1961 an ounce. Copper actually up on the day, up 1.5% at 343 a pound. And uh, finally, uh, crude oil down not, excuse me, dead, uh, closing at the section intermediate, closing at $90.87 a barrel. That's down 1.9% or $1.77 a barrel. Uh, and again, at 90.87, we like energy stocks here a great deal. They've had a, a pretty good move over the last week. I might give it a couple days for it to shake out a little bit, but buying energy stocks here is a, another smart money move, in our opinion. Finally, today, uh, Bitcoin today, Bitcoin's really held in pretty well. I got to tell you, this action is encouraging. Uh, we're not ready to take a strong uh, a position here, one way or the other. But I like the way Bitcoin's been trading, even in the face of all the negativity. It's holding right in, right at 19,000 today, trading at, closing at, trading right now at 19,251, down 211 a Bitcoin. All right, folks, uh, just an FYI, we've been uh, very busy working on an oil and gas project, drilling an oil and gas well in uh, just outside of Casper, Wyoming, in the Green Green Mountains. Uh, but uh, uh, we will be back tomorrow, beginning tomorrow, with our daily VRA investing video cast at midday. Uh, we'll see you again tomorrow with that. And of course, as always, we'll see you back here tomorrow at the close for our VRA Investing Podcast. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you back here again tomorrow. Bye-bye.